John Kerry says we have nine more years to go before global warming is irreversible. He's saying that 10 years before or 10 years after he said it last time. While Texas is freezing. <laughs> oh my goodness, that guy has no shame. These people have no shame. We live in a made-up world. We live in a Disneyland type of world, and we need to walk away. That just hit me so hard this weekend. And obviously, it goes along with all the red pilling and things like that. But so many of us realize it now. And they're just continuing to do it. It's like they have no other play. They're continuing to the facade. They're continuing the fantasy. They're continuing the narrative. And do any of us, are any of us going along with it? I, I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. Welcome to HGBT. I cannot wait to tell you about some of the news coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's not like revolutionary, revol, revolutionary, revolutionizing news, but it's important. It's a you know big deal to me, so I can't wait to tell you about that. But right now, I need to tell you we're part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Over to flfnetwork.com, put an HGBT in the memo field. You'll get a sweet mug like the one behind me, and you'll get tons of other benefits as well. You can support us. Go over there, flfnetwork.com. Uh, don't forget to put that HGBT in the memo field. Also, before we get into the show, the Supreme Court is going to be either deciding to dismiss or whatever is the correct vernacular of no, not hearing a case, or they're going to decide to hear it, and that requires four of the nine Supreme Court justices to agree about that. There's the three different states' cases on the 2020 election which it's very, very fascinating. I guess this kind of does go with the umbrella topic of living in the facade Disney world. Because these cases are very by the book constitutional arguments where it says the Constitution has given power to the legislatures. These states didn't use, they didn't go through the legislature to change these laws or they acted in a different way than the state laws, the state legislature intended, instructed, or codified into law. And so we're going to see the Supreme Court either rule based on the Constitution, rule based on law, or we're going to see them admit that it's all a sham and rule against it. And the thing about it is, if they don't rule according to the law and they say that, you know, these, these cases don't have merit, that you don't have to be part of the legislature to change laws or you don't have to obey the laws the legislature makes in the state per the Constitution, if they do say that, then we know the Supreme Court is not uh, the branch of government that it's supposed to be. We know that it's a facade. We know that it's a sham. And a lot of us think that that is the case. I mean, can you see them actually going back and saying, no, that was unconstitutional, these three states? What does that mean? What does that mean for the president? 
What does that mean for all of those House and Senate races? What about all those local state elections? Because those are illegal votes. Those are illegal uh, elections, I should say. So be praying for that. I know, I mean, I'm right there with you. I totally think that they are going to reveal themselves as frauds and this whole thing as a phonies and they're nothing but black robe tyrants. But I'm still praying that God would God would give them wisdom, that God would encourage them and make them rule justly and restore law and order in this land, or at least parts of it, and trying to do their part of it. But we need to be praying for that. I believe we can hear Monday or Thursday or sometime during the week. So keep your ears open for that. So John Kerry continues flying around in his private jets, continues to do things, purchase assets in a way where if you had to determine if he believed what he was saying or not based on how he lives his life, you would think he doesn't believe his life. (laughs) He doesn't believe what he's preaching. And we know that he's been wrong before. And what does the Bible say about false prophets? I'll just let you go do that research yourself. Um, But I I know he's not claiming to be a prophet of God, but he is claiming to be a prophet of his own religion. So there's no reason to believe him whatsoever. But just the audacity that he has to come out and give a timeline again. And why do you need to, why would you even put a tangible amount of time to what you're saying is irreversible if we do not take action within nine years then it will be too late forgetting that he's already a fraud forgetting that it's just a made-up term and he doesn't know what he's talking about and he's just using it it's what we often talk about in business it's what we often talk about in our own careers and our own personal lives is part of Setting good, achievable goals for yourself is giving you a time frame to do that in. And so what he is doing by setting this number is forcing us to act now. Because if it wasn't nine years, if there was no emphasis, there was no urgency to this, well, then we wouldn't need to accept the crappy bills that are going to be coming down from the D.C. government, from the federal government. We wouldn't have to just give up any uh, of the you know, values and principles. But if it is nine years, then, whoa, we can't challenge a bill. We don't have any time to waste. Like We can't play politics over this and actually discuss what's in this bill. We just have to accept it. Nine years. You see how that goes? And so he's using the same kind of tricks or the same kind of incentives that we do when we talk about achieving goals is having a tangible time frame. But in effect, he is using it so that there is emphasis and urgency to pass what he wants to get passed because he doesn't care about climate change it, it, he or global warming. I mean, it was global warming the first time. Maybe he's saying climate change now. He doesn't care. His actions do not do not indicate that he does. But he's going to be using things like increasing taxes, increasing regulations, 
favoring the sectors that he's invested in, you know, favoring and pushing for policies that help other people in the government that they're invested in. And that's the game. That's the play. He doesn't care about the climate, obviously. So that's another reason, too, when thinking about starting a business. For those of you who are interested in thinking about that or starting a side hustle is, I mean, what what can you do that is going to dodge this bullet? That's one of the one of the many bullets that are coming our way, like releasing felons, having illegal immigration, uh, all the a lot of these different things, uh, increase in violence, the defunding of police, all of these factors, crime, law, rule, law and order, um, certainty in the future. Those kinds of things are factors you have to consider. And those are quickly slipping from our feet. So the, again, part of the facade is this whole global warming push. This next one, because you don't listen to CNN, I figured I would show you this clip. And it is the chief uh, editor-in-chief of PolitiFact. So the PolitiFact people, the ones that are supposed to be our standard of truth, not willing to say that Cuomo forcing... COVID-19 patients into nursing homes was the reason there were so many deaths in New York. She is not willing to blame blame him. She says it's complicated. This is the fact checkers. This is the people that have used to ban us to remove our content on social media. Again, this is another one of the facades that we see. Take a listen to it. Be judicious about our choices. Here's another headline, uh, Andrew. This is from uh, CNN this week. Governor Cuomo in New York saying he should have been more aggressive against COVID death misinformation. Uh, he, he's suggesting misinformation. He's kind of blaming the media for the newfound scrutiny about nursing home deaths. Do you think Cuomo has been given an easy, easy break by the media? And is that changing? I think the situation in New York is really complicated. Certainly, there are things to criticize about how the Cuomo administration handled data. But the mm. heart of the matter goes back to last year when the state was asking nursing homes to take in patients, COVID patients who are ready to be discharged from the hospital. Uh, we don't see hard evidence that that made a significant difference in COVID deaths. If you look at the statistics, New York is about having uh, the same numbers as other states around the country. And the issue was employees, workers in the nursing homes who didn't realize they were bringing COVID-19 into the nursing homes. So it's a really complicated situation. There's not clear cut answers here. I love it. So we had to listen for a year about how many people died under Donald Trump's watch, but we can't blame Cuomo. It's not that clear about Cuomo foreseen nursing homes to take COVID-19 patients, which is the most susceptible to to the virus. Do you see how this game works? Again, continuing the facade. It's 100% Donald Trump's fault for the deaths in the country, but it's not clear that it's Cuomo's fault for sending and forcing re retirement homes and where the homes and facilities of where elderly people were to take sick COVID patients. It wasn't his fault, but it was definitely the president's who never did anything like that. Do you see how this game works? I hope your eyes are starting to open up and just seeing the complete sham that this is. 
all of our institutions have been corrupted. It's amazing. And, and I, I honestly, I've become more red-pilled after this whole election thing as well. Um, and so just seeing this with a fresh set of eyes, a new lens, it, it's, it's breathtaking. It really is shocking that a news organization can be this blatantly biased. I mean, news, agent, news agency, quote unquote, right? And did you, there's another trick that this fact checker, right? Remember, the chief, uh, the editor in chief of PolitiFact, one of the fact checkers, is she said that the, the New York is not outside of the range of other states in the country. So, which states? The, the worst states? The best states? The states right around him? What what other did they do worse? Did they do better? Were they comparable? We were comparing them to Florida for the longest time. Dr. Fauci said they're going to regret the opening up that we did in Florida. So uh, did they do a better job than Florida did? And do you see how they're, they're hiding in the ambiguity, which Marxists love to do? The Marxists, the people that are talking about social justice, the people that are talking about systemic inequalities, the people that are talking about reparations and all this stuff, they point to ambiguous examples. They will never point to you to specific hard institutional facts. They might point to one incident that is anecdotal, but they won't ever specifically talk about the charge. They'll just say generalities and there's systems. They won't tell you which system specifically. Um, and all that's good stuff. So that's just another great example of the bias of a fact checker that has been responsible for kicking off numerous, numerous people of ours as well. And we also have in the morning shows the circle back girl, the press secretary for the White House, refuses to blame Cuomo. And I only bring this part up to just give you a contrast of the Republicans who, quote unquote, are conservatives, the people that are voting to impeach Trump, that are going along with the facade. They're going along with the sham that he was responsible January 6th. They all know he wasn't. They will turn on Trump. But even when it's so obvious that a Cuomo has sent people that were sick to these homes with COVID, and that that caused some of these deaths to happen. She won't even turn on him. We need to start playing this game. Not the game of we're not holding ourselves accountable. Not that we're not going to be honest. Not that. No. But that we are so quick to turn, to concede, to give up. Even still, after all we've seen from what Donald Trump has done. Case in point, Ted Cruz... Getting in, getting in trouble for flying to Cancun, still tries to wiggle his way out of it and, you know, tries to spin it, tries to do a whole bunch of things. He should have stayed in Cancun. He should have stayed in Cancun. He did his job as senator. He got the, the, the emergency declarations. What more could he have done as a senator? That's what he should have said. I did all of my responsibilities as senator. There's nothing more I can do. I'm not going to make my family suffer in the cold when I have the means to get them out. I would do that if I lived in Texas and I had the means to get out of Texas to go somewhere where there's a functioning uh, electrical grid, a functioning water supply. I would get out. I would take a vacation, too. <laughs> there's nothing evil about that. There's suffering all over this country all the time. 
are, are we supposed to not and take joy in life and not to do what's best for our family? It's just because they're looking for victims. They're looking to take out Republicans because it's a facade. They don't believe in virtue. They don't believe in truth. They don't believe in the law as we have seen. They don't believe in any of that. The last story I just thought that was absolutely great, and this number needs to continue going up. 54% of voters say Biden is a puppet to the left. Now, you might hear left and think, oh, the Democrats, like the Bernie Sanders, I happen to think that he's a puppet of the CCP left, the Communist Chinese Party, or the Chinese Communist Party. So it's getting out there. 54, just, isn't that striking to you that well, whoever you think is the left in this poll, that we have a president where a majority of the country <laughs> thinks our president isn't the president, that he's a puppet. And a terrible puppet at that because he can't have cognitive thoughts. His calendars is empty from what I understand. He calls it a day early in the morning. What kind of puppet is that? I mean, the puppets that I'm used to seeing are the ones that are on the news channels. Those are the puppets. They just mimic and are doing whatever the person that has their hand up their butts tells them to do. But Biden isn't even that. He's a placeholder. He's a pl he just signs things. He signs orders that he's told to sign. He goes where he's told to go. That's all he is. So be, continue to be praying, guys, for the people fighting, which reminds me, go to my pillow. I do, I'm on his site right now. Has pillows, bed sheets, mattress toppers, blankets, towels, mattresses, roll away, go stuff. I think he has animal products. Everything that he sells that I need, I'm going to him from now on. I don't even care if it's not good quality, which I'm not saying it's not. I don't know. I haven't tried a lot of this stuff. If I need to ever need to get a dog bed for 20 bucks, I'm going to pick that up from him. Um, we need to support the people that are fighting for us. We need to support them through prayer and we need to support them through business. So go over to MyPillow. I think you can use Mike as a promo code. It's not my promo code. They're not advertising for my show, but I'm just going to continue to give them shout outs when I can, when I have the slots available because we need to support them. Be praying for the lawsuits with Sydney Powell. Um, be praying for the Supreme Court this week. This fight is not over. It's just begun. We need to get involved in our local committees, our Republican committee. Remember, half of those are not filled. So we need to go over there and start volunteering for those in our areas and control our Republican Party. We need to start running for mayor. We need to start running for the city council. We need to start running for board of education. We need to start running for sheriff. And get local people that are going to be faithful to what God has said. They're going to be faithful to the Constitution and the creation of it based off of the Bible. And we need to start fighting back. Now is the time. We are awake. We've seen the destruction. It's time not to be in despair, but to be optimistic, lean in, and fight back. We need to counter. Now is the time for the counter. We pray. We take action. I love what Steve Bannon says is we draw boldly within the lines. We don't, we're not lawless. We don't go outside of the law. We are faithful to what God has ordained for us, that the, the system that he has put in place, and we draw boldly within those lines. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.